need a medical marijuana recommendation like I did, do what I did. CanacareDocs.com. Compassionate, compliant, and confidential. Go where I went, Mike Can, to get my medical recommendation in Massachusetts. CanacareDocs.com. If you're suffering like I am from back pain, or maybe you have MS, post-traumatic stress, seizures, AIDS, cancer, glaucoma. If you're suffering from pain like I am daily, call CanacareDocs.com. It's a much safer way to go. No opiates. You want medical legal cannabis? CanacareDocs.com. Convenient. Nine Massachusetts locations. Peabody, Quincy, Waltham, Brockton, Stoughton, South Dennis, Cape Cod, Fall River, and Worcester. Also, I forgot, Seekonk. Also in the states of Delaware, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Maine, and coming soon to New Hampshire and New York, it's CanacareDocs.com. Get your medical recommendation. Get legal. CanacareDocs.com. Welcome. Hello. Hi. We're the Young Jerks on WEMF Radio. My name is Mike Crawford. I am Brianna Morrell. And we just, I don't know, we always look at each other like, what are we going to do when it goes live? <laughs> <laughs> and you guys, are, you, and you and Rhodes are very proud because uh, for once Rhodes was actually uh, communicating non-verbally off microphone in a professional way on paper, I think on topic. Hey, I'm okay with that. I'm like, uh, you know, I'm just like, we, I'll show the kids we don't even care. Like, it's just like everything's cool today. I'm happy as can be today. Can you, you tell? Yeah, I can definitely tell. <laughs> <laughs> Positive words. Yeah. We just had another huge win for us, our show, uh, The Truth We Tell. Uh, we're not always right, but we try to be right. We try to find out if we're wrong. Uh, we'll admit it. Uh, and we try to follow the truth and, and, and provide uh, our audience with the truth on stories. Sometimes it doesn't get picked up by the mainstream Boston media. And Maybe it's because of the name, the Young Jerks. Maybe they don't Yeah, we're those Young Jerks that yeah. care. Yeah, exactly. That's, That's the point of the Young Jerks thing, if you haven't figured it out yet. And it's kind of relate back to the older people, because we want to convince them, too. Uh, the older generation, the Young Turks, they knew what that it was about. We're the Young Jerks. We're the kids who actually care. Absolutely. Six one seven five hundred seventy one hundred is the phone number. We're talking. What are we talking? What? So many things I'm excited about. I get so much news, so much information. What's the number one thing I'm excited about? Number one, doctor. Doctor, yes, our Canacare doctor. Uh, we, I mean, uh, just thrilled about this that uh, the re- uh, appeal board on uh, Doctor John and only the man. He, uh, it, they basically said what we've been saying for months that yeah. uh, he was following the law. He should, his license should have never ever uh, been suspended. Uh, he still doesn't have his license back because uh, you know the initial board that suspended him has to now review it on, based on the appeal, and they have to act. and And uh, hopefully they do the right thing and listen to the appeal board and uh, return his license back as soon as possible. Absolutely, well, and give him a, a firm apology. I think they have to, considering it was suspended for, you know, nurse practitioners being involved. Which were legal, which I said. Which I was the only legal. one, we were the only ones, the young jerks on WEMF radio, and uh, my writing through Boston Institute of Nonprofit Journalism, Dig Boston, only ones reporting that fact. And uh, we were proven right, and the Boston Globe and all them just finally admitted it. And you notice when they talked about his bus, there were like 50 outlets covering it. 50 stories. And when they had to talk about his appeal, there was only like three of them. You know what they say. <laughs> well, it was huge, too, because even in the story uh, covering his appeal, they mentioned how he was the doctor prescribing the second largest amount. Right. Yeah. That was another one of those state, new, so news ones. They're still trying to cover them behind. They're trying to hype it up a yeah. little bit more. Um, Idiots. 
Idiots. Don't admit you're wrong. We also partially have the MPAA. To no, let's give too. us a round of applause. Yeah, MPAA. Yes, I got to admit, they, I know. Like, I'm, I get information from them. Uh, probably stuff people, other people haven't looked at. Uh, and I know what they did on this. Yeah. I, know, I saw what the uh, correspondence on this. And I know what they did. And uh, MPA, Mass big. Patient Advocacy Alliance, a big win for them. Great organization. It. Yes, MPA. And they, you notice the CNP got changed with the, with the uh, DPH? Exactly. And the DPH is, is, I'm telling you right now, they're watching. They know, uh, especially after this November election, it's, it's war. It's war. Like, well, if they don't fix the system, on. people you know, are going to revolt. You know what they say about war? The first casualty of it is the truth. So. Yeah. They're just going to start lying or doing whatever they need to well, do. Well, they've been doing lying, and yes. we're not putting up with it anymore. No, and uh, we won. We just won another one. And this is like our second win recently. I mean, we talked about the importance of the win of Mike Conley. Yeah. For State Rep, who came on our show again yes. and again and again, who co-hosted the show. He guest co-hosted uh, with Frank Papone that week. It was a great show, actually. It turned out really good with them, too. And went yeah. to the Freedom Rally. And, yeah, yeah we brought him up on the Freedom Rally. Uh, he's been a proponent. He spoke at uh, City Hall, too, at Cambridge for us, mm -hmm. for the dispensary. Um, did yeah. my mic just go dead? I don't know. I don't think so. I can still yeah. hear you. All of a sudden, I can't hear me. My, you know what it is? My headphones is out again. That headphone. Oh, right. it, you just, it was on. Oh, there it goes. Like yeah, thank you. I got to hold it for you? Yeah, man? yeah. No, just I'm like fine. That. All right. All right, cool. So speaking of previous guests, you know what I'm saying? I'm oh, yeah, you want to talk, you you want to make it up for last week. I'm when just saying. You tried to interview me and sidetracked me and I'm, uh, yes. we, we didn't get to thank our guests. And I, one of our guests kind of left in a huff, I think. And then, well, one of our guests actually came back this week as well, too. Which one? Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Come on. Well, that's, we'll talk about that yeah, later. Yeah. But what, you want to thank all our guests from, from last, last week. From last week, yes, let's do that. Because we missed that. Yes, we did. Is that a Rhodes food pie or is that my food pie? I think it was. I like how you call it a foop. <laughs> that we missed thanking our guests last week I think and all in the callers. That sense we can call it Rose. It was a good a show. Like it. it was a good show too. Foo like I listened to the show. It was really a good show. Like we had a lot of calls, a lot of guests, a lot of. But we never even thanked them. We never even like. Uh, we had a guest on throughout the we show. I didn't even think we said her name again, and she was speaking. It was, and I think she left a little upset too. Now, I got her name wrong last week, too, but I believe it's well, Susanna, correct? Yeah. And Parker was her son. Yes. So we want to thank them for coming week. in last yes. week. We'll give them a round of applause. I think she did really good. I think she felt like she got sandbagged because it was Bree and I and then Farone against her, against them two. But I think she did really good. I mean, she I almost she got me convinced and maybe I might vote for it. So I don't know why she... Question so one, two. The guys after the, the, the show after us said that she left like, yo, I got screwed or whatever. Like, I, I was a little rough on her, but she did good. Yeah. She was fiery, too. I thought uh, her son was very... Parker did a great yeah. job. He was yeah. a very adamant libertarian. Yeah. He was telling me off mic. So um, I like them. I, I would hope they would come back and schools. talk about other issues. I, I like the fire. I think she did great last week. Uh, also, uh, who else we had? We had Michael the Tulip call in, which was awesome. Yeah. Yes, the MPAA, insane. again, give him a shout yeah. out. The MPAA. Yeah. And Freddie. Yes, yes. Freddie called in to weigh. And of course, for Ron, we, we totally already did that for him. We did get the applause and the round of applause on the show for him, of course. Um, who else? There were some other people, too. We had more calls, I believe. Yeah, Donna Hackett. Yeah, Donna oh, my God. In. She killed it. I mean... Donna, I'm just like this to Donna right now. Seriously. For speaking the truth. Yeah, she's good. She knows what she's talking it's, it's, uh Sometimes it takes a while. <laughs> it just takes a while sometimes for all of us to, to develop. 
and uh, she's been developing for a long time. 617-500-7100 is our phone number. Oh, but we have a big show. We're making someone wait. Uh, I was making sure that Rhodes was going to let him in because we got a big guest here. Hey. We got a lot of big guests. Yeah. She's saying, hey. Hey, I don't think. What, you, what you mean, big guests? I think it's a big. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm screwed. Well, yeah, that was not the appropriate see, language yes. to use. See, like. <laughs> see I, I'm like trying not to do this. Like, it's like you got a real big show. Thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah you got a big show. show. We got I a big show. Holding the door for her. And, yeah. Oh, my God. Thanks. Thanks. Well, I'm not even going to say her name yet because I got to introduce her. Maybe you should do it now, since I've totally screwed it up. <laughs> You're already one You're foot in the grave over there. We have Kara Crab Burnham here tonight with us um, to speak about her experience being pregnant uh, with cannabis usage with the DCF. Um, and yeah, Kara, what's going on uh, with? Yeah, that? this is this has been a wild ride. So um, I have a seizure disorder. I, uh, I have stress-induced convulsions. Um, they'll start like as a tick. Um, they'll, they'll turn into a, a severe tremor, which can turn into a full body, you know, I'm on the floor, I'm not really super coherent, and I'm, you know, it's, it's very awkward and awful and terrible, and they suck. Um, the drugs that I would normally be taking when I'm not pregnant are fantastic, and they help a lot. Um, of course, I supplement with cannabis, but, you know, for some people, cannabis can only go so far. It's not a cure right. for me. Right. Um, so... <sighs> Those drugs are teratogenic, and that means that um, being pregnant while you're taking them can cause things like spina bifida, cleft palate. Um, it can can cause you to have stillborn, can um, abort the pregnancy. So they're very dangerous, and I cannot take them. So no, this was a very planned pregnancy, mm-hmm. and me and my neurologist spent a good six months changing my drugs over to something that I that I could take. Um, and I've been at the Brigham and Women for five years with their neurology department, their women's health department, their dermatology department. <laughs> like I, I almost exclusively go to Brigham and Women's pr- practitioners. Um, and so they have any possible medical record on me that they would ever want to find, they would have. Uh, so they've known that I've always been a cannabis user. And then they also knew when I became an official patient uh, with the state. So. Um, there was no surprise. They knew I was changing my drugs and they, they, my neurologist was in support of me, you know, using cannabis to supplement as necessary. Um, did they put it on the record? At that they, time no, they, they were refused. About it? No. no, my neurologist is fantastic, but he's, he, he is, when you're inside these big hospital groups that have a lot of federal funding, mm-hmm. um, and federal insurance, then when you, you know, you can't really go outside of those, that set of rules. Because mm-hmm. once you, you know, you can really risk, you know, putting hundreds of thousands of patients in a lurch. And, and I get that. From the hospital side, I get that. But um, so um, got pregnant, went, have been going to this hospital. Um, and when I first started working with the OB, she told me that there are some tests and that I would have to see the hospital social worker at some point before, um, before you know, the end of the pregnancy. But she wanted me to do it in the early of the, the second trimester. So I, um, I, I, met with, um, I met with the social worker who informed me that there is a test they do on um, the baby as soon as it's born to test for THC and any other illegal drugs. This is, uh, I, I told her that I, would, I want the option to refuse this test which 
would be the law for anyone to refuse any test if they ever wanted when they go to a hospital or any doctor at all. You can refuse a test. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, my, my doctor was on my side. She's been doing a lot of her own research. She's, you know, come back to me and saying, yeah, you know, I, I can't find any incidents where there was an issue with a mother who used cannabis. I can't find any incidents of, you know, babies being underweight. I can't find any real incidents of, you know, long-term problems. I don't, uh, she, she's looking at me saying, I don't understand this law, but there's nothing I can do about it. So, um, so they made me go meet with the neonatal intensive care unit, the NICU, and um, they were they were much less supportive of my situation. And uh, the head of that department actually met with us yesterday on Friday. And when I explained to him that I, all I want to do is avoid this test. Now, this test is, is hospital mandated, not the law. There's 54 state regulated tests for newborns that you have to do. End of story. Mm-hmm. But this one is not one of them. A tox screen on an infant is not is it one of like them. Just like partners, the major, like at Brigham, right? It's, it's through Brigham, yeah, which is a partner's healthcare. Um, so, so this this test is uh, immediately a, a file is filled and reported to the DPH when babies come back with anything other, uh, anything in their system, including small amounts of THC or you know, residuals, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, why should anyone be subject to that? I wouldn't uh, it, pay for my drug And again, it's or, not mandated by the state. It's yeah, the hospital. It's not, it's not mandated by the hospital. It's the hospital enforcing a policy especially that the DCF has put in place. And especially marijuana. I mean, children families. There has been a big study going back to Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Uh, 40 was, years. Yeah, that was federally funded, the biggest study. And it showed that it didn't have any effect. If anything, it had a positive effect, actually. I believe Nixon and Barry that study as well, too. <laughs> I think they, sure. a lot of them have. Like a lot of, a yeah. lot of studies do no. get buried by the government when it's a when positive, it's positive outcome. Yes. So are they applying the same standard that they're applying to you to other people in the hospital? Um, you know, are there other cases To the cases best of my of knowledge. They, yeah. they apply to everyone to the best of my knowledge. Everybody gets tested for this at yep. this hospital. It's a, like 501-4B or something form. I don't remember the exact number. Uh, there are other uh, it's hospitals a, it's a policy. That, that will go against that, that won't do that? I haven't f- completely looked into more hospitals. Um, Massachusetts has a fun record with the DCF and how they've done horrible and terrible things and, you know, take perfectly healthy, safe children out of perfectly healthy and safe homes and put them into perfectly unhealthy and unsafe places. <laughs> Are you worried about this? I mean, you're... Yeah. You're, yeah. I, I Actually, right now, I'm very seriously considering um, traveling up to Maine to have the baby at Maine Med. I don't want to have to drive over two hours when I realize I'm in labor. That doesn't seem like the smartest decision. Or the safest. Or the yeah. safest, because yep. Lord knows my little my I little baby will be born on 95 North I, or 93 I, North. I think <laughs> it's well, yeah, and the added crazy. stress that it's adding yeah. to you during And you should, yeah. like, yeah. if anyone knows you, like any professional person, I've known you for a while, you should be totally in charge of it, because I know that you're going to do the right. I know you. You're meticulous. <laughs> you're like, you just... Well, why is it an issue for someone like you? It's, and imagine, like, if it's an issue for you, it's an issue for a lot of people. I can't imagine there. if I was uh, if I was a person of color in a low income neighborhood, how much worse this would be for I me. Know, to right? be perfectly honest, like the fact that it's <laughs> an, an issue even for you is like uh, just shows how big of an issue it really is. Like, it's going to be an issue. It's gonna, it could be so much worse of an issue for somebody else because you're honestly, you are the uh, head now of the. Uh, I don't want to screw Eastern it up. Northeastern Institute of Cannabis. Yes. 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 <laughs> I'm the dean of faculty. Yes. 
Yes. And she's adamant about it too. She's actually good. Like, like one of the things that she requires you to do is actually to be registered to vote before yes. you even like take a class, which is cool. Oh, I get, I get on people. Yeah, she oh. does. I, in the open houses, I yell at people. I say, is it my responsibility to make sure you have a job or is it your responsibility to make sure you have a job? Go vote yes, I'm for. Yes. <laughs> Big right. endorsement by Snoop. That's right. Yeah, yeah Snoop, Snoop came out came yeah, out. and said he was in, in, in favor he of said, legalization. NIC? No, I'm uh, <laughs> voting, voting for legal weed. Voting for legalization of yes. cannabis. Yes. Yeah. This this election. So uh, anyway, yeah. So I have to deal with the hospital. I'm going to be calling the um, the hospital attorney on Monday um, and see if I can I can get them to to not force this test on me. I think it's I would really prefer to be at the hospital that has known me for five years, where my neurologist is, where all of my records are, where they've seen me having seizures before, because that's where I'll go if I have an episode, like. I would rather be there. Why would I want to go two right. hours away where they don't even know me? Right. And and why would they want it? It's so stupid for them. Like, like, uh, I have really I'm good insurance. I'm this up. Is like, they're going to lose all this business. Like, they, <laughs> they should want so your business. Like, they're going to lose all that money. Yes. And imagine if a lot of other parents actually do the same thing now. Because mm-hmm. uh, you're bringing this up and, and making people aware. And my doctor wants me to. They don't have to go to. through this. They don't, people don't have to sign up for this. You, they can do what you could do. You're, can, you know, considering is going to a nearby state Mm -hmm. like maine that has never done this to anyone ever no woman no baby has ever been tested for spend the money in maine for drugs without i think that's what you should do i think that you should go i know it stinks i know you'd rather do it at the brigham but you know i say screw them it definitely complicates the whole process absolutely i mean like shouldn't it be what's best for the patient and you have the right to say no i should have the right to say no but the the director of the nicu looked or i don't know if he's the director but the head of the nicu looked me right in the face and said we will follow the dcf policy Mm. Uh, okay, so does DCF pay for your pregnancy and you go into the hospital? They should, huh? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, be like, you want that test, you pay for everything. <laughs> Shoot. Are you talking to lawyers about your pregnancy right now? Yep. There's a, there are multiple lawyers who have con- reached out to me because I've been posting on Facebook. I've been pretty vocal about how upset I am about this. Um, you know, if, if I'm not going to stand up for women getting pregnant and using cannabis, well, I'm not quite sure who I would expect to be doing that at this point. <laughs> so, um, aside the fact that I feel it's kind of my responsibility and I would love to, you know, invoke the wrath of the DCF just so that we can have a big protest outside my house. Oh, you're the, the ball. Reality, I love you. That's the way I look at it. You want to F with me? I would love it. Awesome. But the reality of having that organization oh. in my life for the following year or two tracking me, following me, watching me, Check, showing up my house randomly. I'm not comfortable with that. Yeah, with I don't baby. want them to well, know you're my trying name. To have a baby. Absolutely. Yeah. No. So it's a. It's brutal. Yeah. Maybe they we just need to have a plain old uh, screw DCF protest. Yeah. I really. I, don't they have better <laughs> things to focus on too? Like seriously, like yeah. with like all the kills issues and there's so many other issues. Mm. This is ridiculous. Especially you. I mean. It's happening to you. It's happening to a lot of people. I mean, I haven't missed a single doctor's appointment. I, you know, I've been on all my prenatals. It was a planned pregnancy. So it was a big, you know, six month transition between, you know, my my seizure medications. I mean, I'm not, I didn't get knocked up. Like, oops. (laughs) Not that that's a bad thing. That's super fun, too. But, you know, (laughs) this was a plan. I've been married for, we're coming up on our eight wedding, eight years of of marital bliss. Uh, (laughs) You guys know what you're doing. You guys are two very competent people. You're loving kids. Caring, smart, and, and we have a house. Doing, yeah. We have a vacation house. I mean, we can we can handle yeah. 
we hope we can handle. <laughs> I shouldn't speak too soon. But, you know, we think we can handle parenting. We're going to try our damnedest. I'll bet on it. <laughs> it's pretty easy at first because you know they're all dependent on. I heard they poop a lot yeah, 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 and they're yeah. like gooey. And sometimes they you know, throw up a lot. I got, I'm having a, lot a boy, wet so wet apparently you really have to watch out for yeah. like the flying pee streams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have an Audi. What now? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I really hope we can make this into a big issue, like you're saying, because I've have had a lot of mothers contacting me recently, pregnant mothers who are interested in getting their recommendations because similar to you, they're being prescribed narcotics that they can't take or they don't want to take because of addiction potential potentiality. Um, and then also mothers who have children who are growing um, and they are following all of the laws mm-hmm. that they can follow. Everything's locked away and yet they're being harassed by DCF. I mean, um, and that needs to stop. It was only, I don't know how many years ago it was that Diane Fornbacher of, um, of Ladybud Magazine, she was living in Philadelphia and, or outside of Philadelphia. And, um, you know, she, she had ended up with um, their DCF, you know, whatever their, their in, New or, Jersey. in New Jersey, because her son did a presentation. Oh, was it Pennsylvania? I'm not even sure, actually, but it's one of them. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was right down there. It might have been New Jersey. Yeah, I think it was Jersey. It was so, Jersey. Okay. Um, it, but, you know, her kid went to school and argued that hemp wasn't cannabis. Right. It wasn't marijuana. Those are two different things. And started to teach the class and argue with the teacher about what hemp was. The kid and, knew too much about weed. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then educated. she ended up having her house inspected. Yeah. Wow. Well, thought you know? control. Talk about it. In 1984, the thought control. But she's yeah. another mom, too. Like, like She's a great mom. Yeah. You know her. her she's a great husband. And they're like really, uh, like Kara, very... Uh, distinguished people um she ended up going to colorado yep she moved all the way up I mean, there just to stay safe you know it's just and uh she's a, i, I want to give her a round of applause yeah. too i love diane Fornbacher. she's uh, we're gonna have her on the show very soon we're trying to get her Call working out we have so much going on i don't know where we're gonna fit her in but we like that's gotta happen 617-500-7100 is the phone number with the young jerks my name is Mike Crawford. I'm very excited today. I'm happy to have Kara here too. She looks great. She's got this uh, pumpkin <laughs> smuggler. smuggler. It's amazing. <laughs> it's we love it. We love Kara. And that you uh, got a ride from your friend Maggie, right? Yeah, lovely Maggie Kinsella. It was so fantastic to drive me here. Actually, um, a bunch of the women that are in the room today that I'm sure will end up on a mic at some point. We were all um, at a food bank. Um, this morning we were sorting for the Greater Boston Food Bank um, on behalf of our ladies group that we call LEAF and we're women united by the cannabis industry who are working to support our local communities and it's LEAF on Facebook? it's LEAF, L-E-A-F excellent, you're always doing stuff you're always involved (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to stay busy Yeah, thank you for coming in, it was like last minute I saw your post and I was like oh my god I gotta ask Kara to talk about this I'm glad I came in. It, it's it's important that people are discussing this because me, you, you know, I haven't drank. I haven't obviously had a cigarette. I haven't even smoked marijuana. I've been exclusively vaping, eating. When you came by, I was smoking a cigarette. I, I, I saw you. I put it out because I'm like, I don't want Kara mad at me. Because like, like secondhand smoke, Kara. Like, I know I, that you I mean, I used to be a smoker. You know yeah. that. I know, I but you're, you're having a kid. I, I'm not going to mess with having you get mad at me. For I even quit a year before I got pregnant. Quit yeah. smoking a year before I got pregnant. Yeah. Wow. planning to get pregnant wow it, i know like if I'm, if I'm gonna be that adamant about keeping toxins right. out of my body to have a baby are they really gonna think that i'm gonna put myself or my ridiculous? baby in danger for marijuana so ridiculous <laughs> so what 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 how how can people help you like on this anything people can honestly do just beyond like 
keep your ear out for the subject um, right now. I mean, I can't, I'm not actually going to be in any trouble unless I give birth here. Um, so I, I, there are definitely options. I could look at some different hospitals and some different birthing centers and see what their policies are. But the nerve wracking thing is if, do I call a Massachusetts hospital and say, hi, I'd like to have my baby there, but I need to make sure you don't do a drug test on the infant because it'll fail. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Or in some of our, you know, opinions pass, but in any case, you know, <laughs> if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna, you know, reach out to them and ask them, is that going to put them in a in a predicament where now they feel they have to because of the DCF policy? So I don't know. I don't know. Or do I just lie and be like, I just got mad at Brig and I don't want to give them my money anymore. Can yeah, you take right. Me? It's it's very it puts people in awkward positions. I, nobody wants to lie to their healthcare provider. Right. I don't want to lie to a healthcare provider. You shouldn't have to. I don't. Yeah. And it's becoming that way. You have in some respects, though. Like it almost becomes a case where you should, for insurance reasons too. Like mm-hmm. it's crazy. Like mm-hmm. if you admit the things that you do, they turn around and use it against you, yep. Yep. and they deny you things. And this is what goes on. And and so. I'm very torn on that. With the again, um, it puts us all in these awkward positions, especially when the laws are unjust and ridiculous. Have you reached out for, to parents for pot? Have they, uh, you know, the help? Oh, parents for pot is aware of my situation. Yeah, all right, all right. I'm 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 pretty good friends with the Jail Osborne. I know. I was just figuring, like, yeah, maybe they, <laughs> she's maybe. tracking. All right. All right. Um, uh, I I no. I've think? actually been more in touch with Nicole over at the MPAA. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Um, you know, ever after nearly every conversation I have with the hospital, I call her right away and let her know what's going on. The so, MPAA, the Massachusetts. Is there Asian? anything you think advocacy that, alliance? Yes, MPAA. <laughs> do you think there's anything that they can do to to make it like a bill or something to well, change? Yeah. She they they're they're way more up to date on what the states doing very specifically on you know on on you know all their policies and changing things around so um i'm hoping she'll have some good news for me um we're probably going to touch base with her again on like tuesday or wednesday i (laughs) i am uh three weeks and three days to go so decisions need to be made quickly oh wow Oh man, yeah. it's a lot of stress. I, 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 we gotta wish you the best and give you all the support. Anything we can thank do for you, you for let us all on. know. Yeah. Thank you guys you know, for having me. your pregnancy. Yeah, yeah thank oh, you I'm so tired. Much. I'm not gonna hang around. I love you guys. But you I'm going to bed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for coming in, Kara. Thank you guys for having me. We're gonna give her a round of applause. Kara yeah. Crab Burnham. You can check out her school, Northeastern Institute of Cannabis, InstituteofCannabis.com. And why should people a real quick pitch? Because I know you're you're awesome. I've been stuff. so good too, right? Yeah. Um, well, you know what? We teach a broad and bra- basic program about the cannabis industry. So if you are interested and you don't quite know what you might want to do, or you have a pretty good idea of where you want to do, but you're not quite sure how to do it, um, NIC is a great place to get your basic education um, to get started in the industry. Uh, our alumni network is fantastic. They are everywhere. There's one here. Uh, <laughs> and who, who's, who's some of the big instructors? Because you guys have some oh, good ones. Uh, oh, my gosh. Um, Bill Downing, of course, teaches. Oh, yeah. um, I love Bill Downing. Scott he's a man. Scott Churchill from yeah, MCR Labs. He's fantastic. My Monique Bichette, who I know you've had on the show before. She, um, oh, um, how am I drawing? Jody Lehrer. She's our law teacher. Um, That's right. 
Ellen Trey Brown. Godborn, Ellen Brown, of course. Yeah. Wow, wow. She didn't teach last month. She did a big <laughs> seminar. Oh, the Sense of Media <laughs> seminars. Plug oh, that. Yeah, yeah, those yeah. are fun. Those yes. are at the NIC. She's got a too. Facebook too. Yeah, yeah. Amelia seminar. Yeah, we host those. Those are great. She's gonna. It's not. It's not really out yet. I don't know if I should say anything, but there is gonna be like a Thanksgiving deal going on. Ooh. Nice. So we gotta put the details set together and put that whole lesson. But yeah. So if a, you guys are familiar with Thanksgiving, right? Yes. I'm familiar. You're familiar? Well, yeah. maybe some of the listeners eat, are. Right? So you have you have Thanksgiving with your family on Thursday. And then on Saturday you have Thanksgiving, but it's all weed food. Yeah. <laughs> I just do that on Thursday, though. That's it. <laughs> I don't wait till Saturday. I mean, if you gotta have dinner with grandma and grandpa, yeah, and yeah, I uncle. It's like yeah, 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 yeah. Some people have an alcoholic beverage, and some people have a Shirley Temple. I know where I'm gonna be bringing my, my Tupperware this year. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking all oh. the leftovers. <laughs> all right. Oh, well, thank you very much. Oh, and um, so Dan much. McCarthy from Binge as well. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. He's okay. the man. I love yeah. Danny. He writes for Esquire and Dig Boston. Leafly and, now? Yeah, yeah Leafly. He's, oh, nice. mm-hmm. he's a friend of ours. He's one of the good journalists. I love Dan McCarthy. Yeah, he spoke too at the uh, the Freedom Rally when we did our little thing. He came up as a reporter. We brought him up, actually. Yeah, Mike, you brought everybody up. Well, I brought all the, like, <laughs> the people I respect that are there. That, you know, We're talking about journalism and what yeah. we're doing. I thought it was great. I liked listening to everybody talk and yeah, share. Yeah, I mean, those are the guys that have made it happen. Uh, Chris and Dan, actually, for us, mm-hmm. helped us out. Yep, yep, binge. They're amazing. The two of them are powerhouse. That's right. Mm-hmm. Farone taught at the school for a while before Dan did. They they traded. Yeah. Now <laughs> Farone's at Salem State. He's only got so much time. Like all of us, it's like you got to well, pick your Didn't he have a baby Can't recently? Yeah, he had a baby, too. <laughs> he's very busy. And he has, like, even all my stuff and all this other stuff. He's... He's always working. Yeah. Yeah. Or with his baby. <laughs> I feel like that's the, that's my new life. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm dogs and writing in radio. Well, my dog will be with me when I'm with the baby. So. Yeah. I walk dogs. <laughs> I'm with dogs every... I had so many dogs this week. You wouldn't believe it, Kara. You've been too many best friends. That's what is going on. I That's do. why you have a smile on your I face. I am. I like You're every dog loves friends. me. Yeah. I do. My dog... Um, Nothing my- bad, but it happened to him, though. Uh, Luna, she's at the school all the time. Uh, she's a little blonde, sixteen pound mixed breed, and uh, she she ran out in the rain today, and uh, actually right before we left my house, and decided to roll in mud. No, oh, nice. Rolled and rolled and rolled. Did she and, bring it in? Yeah, she, she ran right into the roll, house. And she rolled on the floor. No, we oh, grabbed her before she... she could start rolling on the floor. Oh, that's good. <laughs> and we, we threw her in the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> Did she like that? Not particularly. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. That's a regret. That's what you get. You she roll can go mud. I have no problem with that. They roll in the mud and you throw them in the bathtub after. It's like they they get it. They, no, she it, knows it better. It? Yeah. She knows better than Sometimes to do that. it might be worth it, though. She, yeah, she probably could have used a bath anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and a haircut, for that matter. You know, a groomer? <laughs> uh, we do, actually, in Belmont. Okay. Da- Danya. That's not yeah, far from Danya, me. Yeah, Danya, you got to look her up. I- I'll show you her. She's, uh, ask Carm. Terry's got the, Carmelita's got the hookup on that. Like, the best groomer ever. You will love it. They have the best, yeah. No, you know me. We rant about her. She should have bows on her ears when she comes out of the groomer. She does, actually. They got dogs. Do have, <laughs> they, she, Danya will hook out the bows on her ears. Believe me on that. But we're the young jerks. We're going everywhere right now. <laughs> Off topic. But, yeah. but I, I think we should give Danya. I got to look up Danya's, the name of her business there, because uh, I should give her a, a full plug. You know, you can find Danya, too. On, if you go to uh, Love Your Dog, our Facebook page for our dog walking service, you can find <laughs> 
<laughs> you can find nice. Danya, I think Danya actually gave us a review uh, uh, of the business that we run, and uh, I think you can find Danya there. Uh, but it's yeah, a cool name. Yeah, she's like a rock and roll girl too that does dogs, and she's. We have some difficult dogs that she tames them. She's like, and the dogs come back all happy. It's amazing. She's great. She's got a good business going. I think it's Belmont. It's either Belmont or Watertown, but we'll find out. We'll we'll get you the info, Kara. Perfect. <laughs> I, I do need a new groomer. I need a good groomer. We can do that. We're the young jerks. We handle everything. We do all the. We we can do pet calls too if you want. If you need help with your pets, yeah, I'm here <laughs> whatever for you, you want to talk about, especially dogs. We can talk about it. <laughs> dogs. Uh, I got dogs now. If you want to have a cat episode. Yeah, me. that's somebody else though. I, I have oh, some I'll experience with dogs, that. but do- cats are different. <laughs> it's I, just I'm 24/7 dogs mostly. <laughs> 617-500-7100 If you want to call in, weigh in anything we're discussing today. Uh, so we want to give Kara a big round of applause again. Kara, crap. Thank you guys, thanks, thanks for having me. And let us know if we can do anything. If any updates on this, and let us know what you end up doing. Well, I mean, we'll see oh, it on yeah, Facebook it. too. Yeah, you feel free to share any of my posts through the Young Jerks Facebook page. We definitely will be. And uh, we wish you the best on this. Thank you, guys. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to take a break. We got we got a lot of people in the studio. We got we people from Masking yes, we, we got uh, the Women Grow, Boston Women Grow. We got uh, Kamani. We have uh, a debate and a rally at UMass Boston. Yes, on question four. Events. What okay. was that? Talking about some exciting events as well as talking about the gummies as well again. The gummies again, right? Yeah, we're yeah, with the mask and the gummy drama. Yeah, with Rachel, she cornered him. I'm excited about. This. Yeah, I, I was, like, this I was like going nuts on that. I was so excited, and she's sitting here waiting. Uh, so we're gonna bring her on as well. It's gonna be a quick break, Herb. We're gonna do a quick break and come right back. Don't leave. Just keep listening, people, and call in. Don't be afraid. Six one seven five hundred seventy one hundred. Where the young jerks will be right back. Care Docs, compassionate, compliant, confidential. Hey, we're back live on WEMF Radio. That was great with Kara Crab Burnham earlier. Yeah, that was awesome. I think it's such an important topic talking about uh, parents and pregnancy and cannabis and all of the uh, struggles that they're facing with the law right now. It's scary being a parent and having to face that and know that you can provide a loving home to your child and somebody is threatening to take. Yeah, why should she have all that additional stress right now? Three weeks illegal medicine. Three weeks till she's supposed to give pregnancy, and till she gives, you know, supposedly uh, predict. You know, what what do you call that? The birth date, expected birth date, three weeks away. Due date. Yeah, her due date, and she has to deal with all that stress of not knowing where she's going to give birth because of this crap. She can't go to the hospital she wants to to go. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, and I know. And I'm telling her that's what she should do in a way because that's almost the only rational way when you're dealing with such a bullshit yeah i mean i think it's an option it's a way of you know ultimately protecting yourself but you shouldn't have to do that you should be able to go to especially with her when is gph going to actually help us i think you know like dph should be supporting someone like kara talking to her you know this is ridiculous that we're we're forcing they're not to do even, this. You know, I feel like they're everybody's so focused with the medical marijuana legislation and focusing on nobody can have more than 10 ounces, you know, make sure that they're not getting, you know, going over their limit instead of focusing on all, all the other aspects of patient so many use of that are important, you know, especially pediatric use, too. That was another she mentioned parents for pot um, and what Jill Hitchman Osborne does. And I think that's another thing that gets uh, overlooked by the DPH that everybody really wants uh, them to start focusing on is, yeah, the um 
having more prescribing doctors that can prescribe for children and having parents protected for their children uh, being able to use cannabis. That's, I mean, it's really important. I, I can't even imagine. It like makes me flustered thinking about the stress that somebody in that position must deal with. Like I can't, you know, hats off to her for handling it with a smile on her face. Right. And I know we feel like good for having her come in and like she's going through all yeah, that. Yeah, being or, able to talk about it. Um, yeah, what should be awesome. a really happy time for her. I think it is. I think too. it is still yeah. is. I think she kind of <laughs> likes the fight. The way. pumpkin smuggler. I think sure they actually picked too. the wrong person to fight. <laughs> <laughs> I think I learned that somewhere. I'd rather fight with her than fight against her. Countercraft, burn them. You learned your lesson, Mike. <laughs> Hopefully, she got some of that same back from me, though, because I'm not. I'm no pushover. Six one seven five hundred seventy one hundred is the phone number. We're the Young Jerks. My name is Mike Crawford, and uh, she, my co-host is uh, Brianna Morrell. Oh, we there was an, with so many things. Like I said, to celebrate today. Uh, another thing that like I'm so like everything was I don't know what it is about like you ever have that like it, it's just life though you go through like five weeks where it's just like ah then you just have that week where it's like oh my god like things have just turned around every single way and then all of a sudden you hear your friend is out of jail <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're clapping for Lauren alright Lauren got released alright uh we just wish the best of Lauren. It's good talking to her uh, this morning, actually, on Facebook. She doesn't have a phone yet. I think she might be listening to the show, hopefully. Woo! She said she might even come in next week. So uh, I, we're just happy that, awesome. that Lauren is uh, seems to be doing really well after all this crap that she, she's, you know. It's people know, right? Hopefully we don't have to talk, say too much more about it, right? Who's saying yeah? yeah. Is that Rhodes? Rhodes, do you want to get on the mic on this too? Come on. I'm you here. went to visit Lauren. He's like, I'm here. You, you, you got to <laughs> speak if you're going to be in the background on Lauren. You got to come up. I mean, you, you don't have to get up. Just take the mic and put it towards you. Get up there and talk for a second. No, I was just saying it's awesome that she's out. And I'm great, grateful that, you know, a young, progressive mind like hers, you know. We love Lauren. Back down, like, you know, by the man, you know. It's like, speak up. Let the people know that they have the right to actually stand up for themselves and not be silenced by the man, you know, so. I don't know about that. about our situation. I don't think they know she would agree. I think, she, I think she, they, they, thanks for the support, Rhodes. Anyways, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're the young jerks. I don't know if I should have brought Rhodes back to the mic now. Yeah, that screw Rhodes up the whole thing. How did it screw it up? I was Power to the man! Throw down the man! I, we were talking about the... Uh, remember last week the you were... The release of you were, our friend from prison. Last week, Bree was talking about... Listen to me, Rhodes. I'm going to teach you a lesson, Rhodes. We were, last week... Yeah, that's pretty bad, too. I'm saying bad things today. Bree, last week, was talking about when uh, I did the event. Uh, well, we all did the event uh, of Marty Walsh, and I was saying... Uh, why can't we have a weed garden <laughs> to Marty Walsh, you know? You got your beer garden. Why can't we have a weed garden? Oh, my God. Well, Rhodes over here was doing the other thing for like 40 minutes. He was giving the angry black man speech. <laughs> black power. Black power. Forget the man. <laughs> After 40 minutes, I was like, no, it wasn't 40, but it felt like 40. I was like, Rhodes, can you stop? Can you, can, you, can you hand out flyers I think instead? It was, little, it was like 20 minutes, 20, 25 yeah. minutes. I, I have posted it on Facebook just pointing out live. the inequities and injustices being carried out by this unjust and unlawful law. Sounds good there, but not so much shouted out on uh, Boston City Hall. 
<laughs> it wasn't delivered in the same manner. When I took my freedom a little too far, I see. <laughs> you were good, though, handing out flyers. You're good at talking to people in the street. That's what we needed. 617-500-7100. We're the Young Jerks. We're here every Saturday at 6 p.m. Uh, we got a lot of guests here, so we should get to back to the guests, right? Yeah. Have we done everything we're supposed to do? I mean, we have news to break later on in the show if we get have enough time. Um, but are we on track? Do you know? I think so. Where do, where do you want to start? Do you want to talk about some upcoming events? or do you Oh, I think about? we got like a good panel, and we just bring them all in. And we just talk to them all, and we ask them individual questions all and right. topics, and we try to hit everything that we wanted to hit, right? I think that sounds good. Yeah. Who do you want to introduce for, for, uh, first? <laughs> first. Well, we have Beth Waterfall here from uh, Women Grow Boston. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Welcome. And uh, uh, we got two women over here. Like one, one microphone. One's going to speak more often than the other. I know <laughs> the one's more vocal, and I respect that. Uh, but they, the, I, I'm pretty sure, because I didn't see the whole, like, they were like, I love it. They do the video style I used to do, which was like put the camera out there into the world and capture it and going after people. But uh, you two went after Kevin Sabet last week, didn't you? Thank you for having us. Rachel and Michelle. Thank you for having us, Mike. You you went after him, didn't you? Yeah, Yeah, sure did. It was like you guys had balls I wouldn't even have. Like, I I went after him one time. Like, the reason why he doesn't take the the questions, uh, like, they used to line, he used to do these events and he would line people up. And if uh, you want to ask a question, you would get the microphone mm-hmm. ask the question and i got the microphone and then they change it to they write it on a piece of paper and yet yeah, they only ask the questions they want they won't let anyone speak uh and that was like intimidating it's crazy and you guys went into one of those types of events where it's mostly the prohibition people um and kevin sabat he had just had his edibles taken away he did he had them confiscated the night before right <laughs> i think it was the night before yes, it was. yep he had him confiscated, and uh, the story went viral, and you showed up, and uh, you basically waited till the whole thing was over, and then he immediately left the stage or wherever it was where he was speaking and just went to this door and tried to go to the bathroom, like, you know, with Wait. security behind him. He stayed for 13 minutes. After the event was over? No, he stayed in the bathroom for 13 minutes. Yo, after, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Before that, though, even that, like, we, he left the stage, and he went through this this door that had, like, you know, it was like one of those wooden doors with, like, glass he on the top. He ran out the side door. Yeah, he went out he, the side door. He was escorted by women and, there, and security. Yeah, and there was, like, a security guy. There was, a guy, like, a, I don't know if it was a guy or girl now recalling, but there was someone in the way of you, and they're like, you can't go through there, and you're like, yeah, I gotta ask her a question, and you just went <laughs> right by him. It was like, uh, number one, I would have been intimidated myself, and I'm not, because, you know, you're at, you're in their house. It's not like well, outside. Well, to begin with, they asked me to move my seat when I arrived at the event. Representative Denise Garlick. Really? Yeah. She asked you to move? Yes. Because she, she didn't did. like what you were doing? Yes. What were you doing that she didn't like? I, I don't know if she liked what I was I doing. Because you were asking some questions of them before the event? She, I was. Yeah, I saw that. So, but this is the part that I really like, because Kevin Sabat, like, you basically walked along with him oh, to the yeah. bathroom. You were I, side by side. I chased him. And you were asking you questions. Did you want to make a comment about the gummy bears? Yeah. That, and he he was like, he didn't want to talk about it, but he thought it was very clever. He's like, oh, I'm going to give you some PR advice, didn't right. he? You, if you talking about gummy bears is good for me, that's it's, my issue. It's good for the opponent. Yeah. 
He really thinks uh, that? Because I'm not, I'm not sure. I, I don't think he does because he's not answering my emails about the gummy bears. He's not answering he my requests. If, if it was yeah. fun to talk about them, wouldn't Why isn't he talking talk about, about it? it? Well, let's talk about it, Kevin. Come on the show. Let's talk about, we'll just talk about one thing and one thing only, Kevin. It's about your gummy bears. Yes. Have you, right? Some questions. And why did he hide in the bathroom? So he was hiding in the bathroom. He ran in the bathroom after that. He didn't want to answer your questions. Maybe he he waited. You guys waited for like 14 minutes. There was a cop standing there watching you. There was other people watching you. Well, it was quite a few minutes. Right. Yeah. And then he comes out, and what did he do? What did he do with that? Yeah, live on Facebook. We're all watching. (laughs) Facebook live. I actually watched it after. I was watching most of it, and I didn't see that part until after. Like, I I was shocked when I saw it. I was like, these Uh, girls, these ladies rock. Well, we actually did try to hand him a a card with a question on it. I saw that, too. Where are the gummy bears? (laughs) Yeah, what what did he do? What did he do at that point? He just crumpled it up. Yeah, he he crumpled it up? Yeah. What a rude little man. So we knew which card it was, and he was looking over. A bunch of people wrote the same question. And he crumpled up all of the cards. He crumpled up the cards. <laughs> yeah. He was taking pictures of us sitting in front of a group of uh, um, about 75 to 100 And people. he had he the police taking pictures, taking of, pictures of us. He, uh, the cops were taking pictures of you. Mm-hmm. Very crazy. I mean, he, this guy's breaking the law. And now he's saying that he... The gummy bears were, didn't have THC in them. Yeah, which is which is it means he lied. It, 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 I don't know if it's really against the law. Looking at it, what Keith it, put up, but is it against I, the law? if they're not THC, I don't think they are. I, I think you would have, have to try to sell them or something. He didn't try to sell them. He was just using it to display but them. He didn't well, tell it shows he's a liar. He yeah, it shows him as a liar. He told the people at that town. He's a liar one way or the other. He either lied to the audience or he lied to Fox Twenty Five. He lied to the audience because speak right in the mic a little bit. He lied to the audience because. Because he um, told the people at that town hall meeting that they were found and that he did not lose them. Yep. And they were convinced that they were not lost until we told them that they that they were not to be found. Yep. There had been. And he told them that he assured them that they were found and they were safe. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. I love that you guys chased him out. He, he was like so frightened of you. We wanted to make sure that there were no questions being yeah. asked because he it was an unfair and biased forum, and it was supposed to be an education panel. Absolutely, yeah. All this stuff is, uh, and it's all lies too. On top of it, um, you uh, you're with Mass Can Normal, both of you, I should say, right? We are. Yeah. yeah. You guys were also working on the um, the education panels and the the, the education village at the Freedom Rally. Along with Linda Noel. Yeah, we're gonna bring her in too. Linda Noel's here as well. Thank you for having me. Are you a founder, of Mass Can co-founder, or something like that? I'm one of the original thirteen. Yeah. Wow, the first ones. The, the, yeah. How many? Twenty-seven years ago. And more than that, how long ago? Um, 30 plus years ago. It was 27 years ago that we had the first Boston Freedom Rally, which was the USS Constitution Rally. So it's been at least 27 years since yeah. the organization was founded, is that it? Yeah. Wow. It was born in my kitchen in Mansfield. And you're still working on it? I, I, yes, I am. You came back to it, right? I came back to it a year ago and have hooked up with some of the best people in the activist world that I, I'm just so blown away by the energy behind the, this group of people and all the people associated with them. Um, Rachel and Michelle are awesome. Who are some of the other people, too? But I know Rachel and Michelle, I mean, I love them. Like, I, I'm totally sold on them. If there's anyone else, too, I want to hear about some of these people. Because I see it, too. There's a lot of new people now. And people that maybe have been around. Actually, when I say new, some people have been around a long time. But well, now I just notice them, or they're getting involved in different ways and different roles and stepping up. We, well, we have to yeah. shout out to Catherine Rifkin. Yes, yeah, definitely. She's she was the brainchild behind the Education Village. I like the Education Village. Yeah. I was like, uh, was it, it was addition. the place where all the real people, like, you know, 
there's a lot of people there who want to uh, just smoke weed. There's a lot of people there for the music. A lot of people there just to get their you know photo with the VIP. <laughs> but then there are the real people working on this stuff that really want to meet and talk and network. And I was amazed at how many people just came and sat, listened, absorbed, and then had broke up into conversation groups and and the conversation just kept spreading all over the mount. It was really a wonderful thing. People talking about the problems with the upcoming, um, getting the upcoming law passed, people talking about the injustices that have gone on under the name of the drug war and cannabis, about the way it's torn apart, the black community and the minority community. I saw people of all stripes. We had a great guest from Jamaica. Oh, yeah, I yeah. met him. Ross Ayavi. He's the guy that uh, the professor from Harvard likes, Nessum. Yeah, he's he, the... Nessum always talks about him. He's the president of the Ganja and Hemp Growers Association in Jamaica. He is a Rastafari, and he worked with Charles Nessum, Professor Charles Nessum, to help um, pass the law that they passed. They in Jamaica? Yes. They oh, decriminalized uh. cannabis, and they legalized it for the Rastafari. Let me tell you, they grow some really good bud in Jamaica. They used to oh, say yes. they didn't, like they used to have the dirt mm -hmm. weed you kind of get, but you get to know some guys, because I went there, and uh, yeah. we went and saw, and if you like the good stuff, they get you, oh, man, they'll get you some different stuff. They, they're working on it. This was a while back, too. Like They're real it, natives. They like to grow it. They like it. It took them... They told us it took them three tries to get it through the legislature. It took nine years for to get these three tries through the legislature, and they had to actually sit down and come to a consensus to have both sides agree. And it was actually the conservative side of their parliament that came in behind um, the legalizing for the Rastafari, and the United States tried to derail it at every right. step in the way I was going to say nine years if we could get something done in mass nine years through the legislature like you know we, we've only been lucky because <laughs> we've had a ballot initiative twice and you know all the other PPQs we ran but if we didn't have that we'd be screwed because Massachusetts it's been how many years and we've got nothing like we had a medical marijuana law passed before I even started reform when I was like a kid I think basically in 1991 and that's yeah. the last time when 1991 that was yeah. under weld and it was a medical marijuana law that didn't really do anything because it w had to wait till the feds actually legalized it the legislature so meant nothing really. amended it yeah, before they changed uh, it. Uh, yeah they changed it to make make it so that you could be prescribed cannabis but the federal government had to provide it and mm -hmm. that's when they shut down the compassion program yep. at the federal level then they shut it off at those seven so patients. it never happened in mass even though something that was the last time anything passed in mass 1991 and it didn't even do anything and that says it all about the state legislature of mass even when they pass something they don't actually do anything yeah and, th and that's the reality here unfortunately unlike maine unlike rhode island where they have passed laws and changes and, and improvements they they've passed an initiative and then four to six years later whatever they decide to make it better Wow, who would have thought you want to actually make it, you learn some things and you make it, not make it more strict so patients get shut out or the costs go up, not make it worse, make it actually better, talk to the community, how can we make a mass they can't pass anything, it's just, it's awful, I'm, I'm really tired of it actually, and I'm, just, I'm on our rally now to just go after this state house from now well, until they smarten up. That's the beauty of the initiative, right? the citizens came together. They gathered the signatures, they signed, they got it pushed through, they came back and got it uh, recertified in July, 
and it is on the ballot, and the people can vote on it, and the legislature cannot repeal it. And people need to get registered. If you're not registered to vote, you have something to. You may not like Trump or Clinton or any of that crap, but you got something to vote for. Legal weed, get registered because. Like in a couple weeks. You can weeks. have a weed garden. Yeah. yeah, we can have a weed garden. <laughs> we can also have weed social clubs by this law. Can you imagine that where we can actually have a club where we can legally charge admission, where we can legally uh, have parties and, and congregate and yeah, raise money? We can have a young jerk's weed party at a legal establishment. We'll be able to smoke weed. And Why not? We can do that. Under I can't wait. Yeah, People this law would register. allow it if a city or town wants to go. Well, if the city or town wants a the young jerk's party money... Why not? <laughs> We're in. Um, October 19th is the deadline for people to register to vote. It's easy to get registered to vote, too. You can just go down to your town or city uh, clerk's office. It's downtown. Uh, you know, wherever this, the uh, central office is is usually where the clerk's office is. You just walk in and say, I want to register to vote. It's done. Even better, you can go online on your phone mm -hmm. to the Secretary of State's website and... Uh, register to vote or check and make sure your registration is still valid. That's right. That's uh, the other all way. you need is your driver's license. You and don't have to go anywhere. Yeah, you can go online to do vote. it. Vote.gov. Or I'm telling you, downtown too. I mean, I always, I'm downtown all the time, so I'm like, that's easy. Because I, I forget, I have so many things to do on the computer that I'm like, oh, that's just another. I, if I drive by, I'll remember. I'm going to register. If you're one of those people, if you're working downtown, just do it at your lunch hour. Just walk right in there. We're the young jerks. Uh, we're at EMF Radio, but there's people who are internet only. That's the only way they get things done. It's usually the way I am for like banking and stuff. It's funny, huh? Your phone is indispensable. You can go right there on your phone anywhere where you're standing on the street corner, register to vote. Find out if you're registered. Find out where your polling place is. You don't have to fill out the whole ballot. Just yes on question. Four. That's right. You don't have to. If you don't want to vote for anyone else, or if you want to, you can do a write-in vermin supreme. But you got to vote yes on four. <laughs> That's the most important thing. I don't care what I don't care what you do on the rest of that ballot. Just yes on four. And read the question. Find out for yourself. Educate yourself. That's right. Yeah, I read, think read read the whole law. It's 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 not a bad law. It's not bad. It's good for I think good for us, uh, especially if we win in big numbers, because then we have the twelve plants. And yeah. that protects people enormously. It protects people even beyond the 12 plants. Because we're talking about courts of law. And judges often, if we're seeing this uh, nationwide, but we're seeing it in Massachusetts with the medical marijuana and the decrim, um, they protect things beyond what the law says because they look at it as the spirit of the initiative. And the fact is, uh, when we have these big wins, the spirit is that we don't want people arrested for marijuana. That's right. the spirit. And the judges, they're backed by that, by those wins. And... Uh, so it even, you know, 12 plants, a lot of people get upset it's not enough. or It's not bad. It's not what, what I, I would have liked to see more, but you know what? It is what it is, and it still protects us even more than people will ever, you know, imagine in so many different ways. Like we're talking about Kara today with her issues. These things are not all corrected, but it's a step-by-step -step process. There's so many different ways uh, a win helps us get closer. We all know that, whether or not we agree with all the minutiae. Whatever Definitely. Legalization at the state level, it's going to eventually, we need it to be descheduled at the federal level. That's yeah. what, especially at hospitals, that's the problem that you're facing is that since it's a schedule one drug, you know, that's why hospitals can't dispense it in the first place. And so, but state by state legalization is a step in the right direction. Right. So getting out and voting, because I've seen, you know, there are some people in the community who are questioning, why should I vote for this? Is it really good for 
you know, truly what we want legalization? Is it just more regulation rather than legalization? No, we need to unite on this. You know, this is what we've been working towards. And if it's not voted on this year, we have to wait. Um, I actually called uh, the other day, I called the, um, I believe it was the Secretary of State's office trying to check in on it. Um, we have to wait six years before it can even right. go back on and the And it's really way. eight yeah. because yeah. Uh, no money's going to fund right. one unless it's, it's a presidential go. election. So, so we don't win this one. Years. It's going to be eight years before we can do anything in mass related to marijuana legalization, tax and reg. Um, but and the thing implementation is, do, after that, yeah, implementation. years later. And the so. 12 plants, too, again, is uh, so important because we're missing that in mass right now. Like, you know, other states might not think that's a big deal, like California, Rhode Island, Maine, et cetera, because they basically have, you know, wide coverage with caregivers with medical marijuana we really don't have that at mass we do in the courts of law like i talked about but the cops don't get it yet they're still going after people they're still raiding places they're still charging a lot of times they're losing those court cases but people's lives are still destroyed cops are still arresting people and and busting down doors and scaring people and cutting down plants you can't replace a plant once you cut it down even if they return some medicine they don't return it all you know so this would set the law enforcement back even more in terms they would have to say you know 12 plants or less how do we even know if there's 12 how, how do we know if there's you know how are they going to know if it's between 12 or 25 you know what i mean it just they're just going to kind of give up on the small guys really there this is what happens in colorado the only big bust you see for cultivation are the guys in the warehouses who are illegal who aren't doing the. you know if you have a big warehouse and you have the plants you got to be legal how hard is it? This is the, what we're going to get in mass, and this is good for us because we're not there yet, and this would help us get there a lot closer, I believe. Yeah, and I think it doesn't actually, um, the way that it's structured, at least in the ballot initiative, there's not too high of barriers to entry either for people wanting to um, put an application. Yeah, it's not bad, considering what you know happened bad. with the medical marijuana at first and what's happened yeah. in other states. I think it's, it's a more reasonable approach. It's a stepping stone. It's a little bit better than what Colorado has. So. And by definition, uh, Schedule 1 means that it uh, is not accepted. So No medical use, they say. No medical use. Which is a joke. Accepted, accepted. How can you call the a medicine word, no word, medical the use? The word accepted is in there, though. That's what's important yeah. to remember, is that the word accepted is in there. So we can all argue whether or not there's medical use or not, but is it accepted? Not federally. Well, that's that's where we have to go. That's yeah, what we That's what we have to work on, is either... Making it accepted federally. Well, that starts or at the states, though. changing the definition, though. or giving that's, it a new yep. classification. That's what where where we're going is if, if we get more wins like this. You know that's how many? Right. Well, how many states we got at this time? We that's have at least right. three, and four. That's going to make eight, it yeah. And this I think what, like four big ones are going to win. Is by the yeah. states yeah. winning, the majority of the states yeah. winning. and that's it. That's what happened last time. That's and right. I think they should keep looking at what's going on in Colorado. There's a lot of positive examples of what's really going on with legalization. But there's also the pushback, and it's not over. I mean, Colorado, our friends out there are also dealing with. Some bills, and they're dealing with an initiative that would repeal all this crap. You know, it just. It, I think it's on a town by town basis. Yeah. Yeah. There so. are some towns in Colorado, and I think the one that you're talking about is West Pueblo. Are you still yeah, yeah, but there's yeah. also a, a statewide uh, push to, to repeal the whole thing. They can't repeal it statewide. Well, they it's could a with another initiative. Amendment. With another initiative, they could. <laughs> you can always repeal with another initiative. Uh, in Mass, they can repeal at the legislature, too, with the governor. So. You know, they just haven't had the balls to do that on the previous two because of the vote. So uh, this time, what they're gearing up on is repealing some of it. They're going to try to go after the plants and the edibles. You watch. They're going to try to make crazy laws and rules. They, this is their campaign. They're, they're, the campaign against it is setting it up 
Uh, so when they lose, the camp their campaign continues. I mean, there's no doubt. We we are well aware of that. And so does ours. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. and I think that's where cannabis education is really important and educational events. And Beth, you're here tonight. Um, yes. You know, you have your Women's Grow event coming up. I and think the, I, the 12 plants, too, because we're going to talk about business. I think 12 plants, again, is so important for small innovation in Massachusetts to give people a start, you know, an incubator. 12 plants, what can you do with 12 plants? If you're like MacGyver, you can probably start up a company and do some crazy stuff, especially with the biotech and the geniuses at MIT, in terms of medicine, in terms of rope or hemp or whatever. There's so many uses of this plant, right, Beth? Absolutely, and one thing about uh, passing question number four is that opens up jobs. Patients need jobs, people need jobs. There's jobs for everybody's background in the in a legal post-prohibition wor- world so um, and science jobs too that's another big one science like, and we're in massachusetts testing labs they're making a lot of money they need incredible yeah massachusetts i mean this is we're known for innovation right. i mean people know us across the country i think massachusetts was ranked just this summer as the or boston was like the number three uh, city across the the country behind a couple cities in uh, in Colorado really? and Cambridge and Boston. It's a startup boom right now. Yeah, Bio, pharmatech, you know, all that stuff is killing it. There's just so much opportunity. There's already that culture of innovation here. So once this passes and people see, hey, you know, I I, I don't have to kind of sit in the shadows anymore. It is legal. I can go forward with this. Um, th- this legitimacy uh, that that passing question four will bring to the industry. It's just going to be so much opportunity. Um, we talk about the revenue that's going to come into our communities. That's one thing. Of course, people won't be arrested anymore. That's huge. Um, but then just the opportunities um, for people's financial independence and jobs. It's just, it's good. It's amazing. And we see that already happening um, out west. So I'm excited to be a part of it. And we have some events coming up with Women Grow. Um, huge one. Huge, huge. I saw his show. I was watching his show the other day on PBS. I was like, oh, my God, this is him. And uh, he's, I can see why people like him. Just he's a very interesting fellow. Yeah, Rick Steves. Rick Steves. Um, a lot of people probably know him from Channel 2. Rick Steves Europe. Um, people at a travel. Talk- he's a travel guy. He's a travel guy, world-renowned. Um, and one thing that's so fabulous about having Rick involved with this in- initiative, I mean, he's traveling across the country, across New England, um, supporting the different initiatives that are happening. He's putting a lot of money behind it, too. But he's a guy that, you know, Grandma looks at and trusts. Um, you know, he's people, on PBS. He's on PBS. I swear to God, Harriet would like him. <laughs> I think she probably watches him. Is but I won't, your girl? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I'm gonna. It's my girl's mom. Oh, I, I okay, don't think okay. I'm gonna tell her though that he he likes that stuff because <laughs> she doesn't like it. Yeah, so it's a free, totally against it. It's a free event Wednesday, October 12th. It's at UMass or the UMass Club in Boston. So it's at the top of One Beacon, uh, beautiful room overlooking the city at night. Um, everybody's encouraged to attend. Um, we have, I think we have room for like 100 people, so you just have to register. You can go to the Women Girl Facebook page to see some more info. Um, where, where is that again? It's at the UMass Club, downtown Boston, 1 Beacon Street, October 12th. October 12th. PM. And anyone can go. You don't have to be in, like, you, anyone can Anybody can go. We welcome gentlemen. Um, we're hosting it. Women I Girl. I can go. You wouldn't, you, you're, wel- you're welcome. You're is it welcome. okay if I wear sneakers or do I have to wear You can like, wear shoes? sneakers. You can wear some sneakers. Some places in Boston get all fancy on that. <laughs> I got like my girlfriend was like hosting something like the the BMAs thing one year at the Revere Hotel, and I'm like her ride. I'm a boy, you know, and I couldn't get back in because of the dress code. I'm like, this is a rock and roll event. What are you talking about? Like, I'll let you in. I'll say he's with me. So this is what I get aggravated when it's like that. It's It's women girl. girl Come on. 
women grow and Massachusetts mothers for regulation and taxation. It's another group um, that we started this this past uh, fall, uh, working with the campaign. So we're doing some um, some work with them, and Rick's that, that's how the opportunity came up with Rick through our work with the campaign. So he's he's traveling across Massachusetts uh, that week. Um, he's doing an event out in um, Northampton, I think. And then he's doing a couple events uh, with ACLU, yes. SSDP in Boston that it's week. A huge tour with the campaign. This yeah, is yeah. Part of the campaign. And the date again is? Uh, for the Women Grow and Mass uh, Mothers for Regulation and Taxation and Marijuana event with Rick Steves. That's Wednesday, October 12th at the okay. UMass Club in Boston. Awesome. And what, at time? Uh, 6 to 8 p.m. Oh, perfect. Yeah. And then the week after that, uh, doing an event with the Cannabis Cultural Association, Kamani Jefferson. Um, it's, we're calling it Mar- Marijuana Mosaic. Um, and this is an event where um, really Kamani and I connected in the spring um, with the Cannabis Cultural Association really working to to create a space for um you know, minor, minority populations within the cannabis industry, and then of course, women grow representing women. Uh, there was absolute clear synergy between our, our missions. So we've been throwing around ideas, and um, we're really proud to be bringing Marijuana Mosaic on October seventeenth. That's another free event. What day? Oh, October seventeenth. Yep, so that's so, on a Monday. Yep, right ahead of. Um, where is that at? That's at, at UMass. UMass. Oh, UMass Boston. Yeah. At the yes. McCormick, uh, oh, Harbor McCormick Gallery, Harbor Gallery, gallery. Nah, can't speak. Sorry. Harbor Gallery and yeah. McCormick Hall. The Harbor Gallery, I know where that is. The Harbor Gallery. I used to do gallery. seminars back in the day as a financial uh, advisor in that building. The McCormick Building's the you know big new building right next to the water there. Cool. And uh, it's yeah, I mean I know exactly that's going to be awesome. Yeah, so what is that all about? What are you doing there? Show showing at uh, UMass on that day. What what is it about? October seventeenth, we're just trying to get a bunch of different demographics together to understand what this law could look like if November 8th. So it's a legalization so education yeah, from our side, maybe. Exa- exactly, yeah, on, on, the, on the side of cannabis consumers and uh, kind of curious, we like to say, uh, the demographics of Massachusetts. Are you working with a campaign? Are you obviously? Yeah, yeah. so yeah, Will. We're all, uh, I think we all are. <laughs> <laughs> will, I am. will speak. I am. He'll, he'll do a general update. And we're actually, anything we. Oh, he's going to be there? Yeah. Will Loser? Yeah, any money we raise, we're going to donate to the campaign as well. Perfect. And so the, uh, is that during the day or night? What is, what at is night, it? night from 6 to 9. Are you expecting to get some students there from yeah. UMass? Oh, yeah. yeah. And we're, we're doing, and anyone can come to that too, right? Yes. Yeah, free what about parking there? Because I know I used to get a pass through the school because I was uh, you know working with them. But uh, there's like a used to be a, a parking garage underneath. I think it's they have the lots outside now. Yeah, I think the lots are. Do people people can pay for that, right? Yeah. If they want to park, it's like six bucks or something, right? Yeah. And take the red line, take the bus from uh, JFK public station transportation. as well. Yeah, yeah, the JFK UMass stuff. So if you're driving, you can park there. It just costs you like six to ten bucks or something. It's not that expensive. <laughs> it's a bargain for Boston. Yeah, it's pretty cheap for Boston. <laughs> But yeah, uh, we're working with SSDP on that event as well, and the ACLU, anyone uh, can go Cannabis to Society. It. Yeah. yeah, it's going to so be awesome. So that's Monday, the the seventeenth. Yes. And the twelfth, you have Rick Steves. Correct. Wednesday. Wow, you you're busy. Um, oh yeah, and then the regular Women Grow Signature Network event on mm-hmm. uh, Thursday this week. It's an event for startups and consultants, entrepreneurs, really just basically an opportunity to talk to some of the top corporate lawyers in Boston about really anything. Um, they're working in the industry. So we have a ton of stuff going on this month, all sorts of stuff. Where can uh, people find all the info on this? Um, you can go to the Women Grow Facebook page. Uh, you can go to CCA, Cannabis Cultural Association page as well. Um, and you can Google it as well uh, to find uh, just Rick Steve's 
schedule, I guess we'll call it, for that week. Definitely. Yeah, Boston, um, Boston Magazine covered yeah. it. Yeah. Um, it's been big. So. And we're in talks with them. Uh, awesome. If, I think it's on know, the campaign. He, he's not going to be here on a Saturday. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So really we can't get him on here. Like, if he had been here on a Saturday on the schedule, they would have got him in. But we might <laughs> do a phone call, hopefully, with him, too, which would be awesome. Um, but I can't wait. People can come down and meet him at this event. Yeah. This is like a once-in-a-lifetime event, and you're supporting uh, the campaign. You're meeting someone that's great, and you know, coming out from Oregon to come support us in Massachusetts, uh, where they already have legalization, which is awesome. So, yeah. hopefully, uh, this is this is good. I think we're gonna win. I really gotta say, I think I we're think gonna so. win legalization. I the think polls, it's awesome. The polls have a very good yeah. chance. Yeah, the polls are starting yeah, to show it again. You know, good. yeah, yeah. That's right. I think it's also yes. important with uh, normalizing cannabis usage because Kamani was with me this past week. We went to. Oh, a meeting at the Orion Heights neighborhood. Oh, meeting. you went to that oh, medical God. marijuana one. <laughs> crazy. Oh there were some God. crazy people out there. Different so I hear there was some yelling. Oh yeah, I actually, I have most of it Go on video. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was insanity. They were just, they were very angry and aggressive, not just towards us, other issues. Yeah. I think got it worse than yeah. marijuana yeah. did first. They're very angry. But it. then when it came to, um, you know, the medical marijuana issue, they're trying to put a dispensary in there and they were just adamantly, um, I heard comments being yelled out about like, oh yeah, light it up. Just very disrespectful, <laughs> joking comments being made by people who were disregarding its medical use. They just couldn't believe that it had any type of medical usage. It was going to degrade their neighborhood, and they ended up voting against it. Yeah. Um, That's why this education is so, so important. People are scared of what they do win. not understand. So it didn't win there? It's not it, going to happen there? Well, no, it's no. going to happen, but this the, council, the council did. No. It didn't really actually affect yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah the, the dispensary has already been approved. They've mm, already received okay. their letter of non-opposition from the city and whatnot. So they're great to go ahead. They do have to face, I believe, the next step is going to be the um, zone... Uh, the zone of appeals, boarding yeah. zone. Yeah. Okay, so it's an zoning idea. board. There it we go. Like it's <laughs> it's <laughs> there. Okay. Zoning board of appeals. You I think saw is that the next sign. step. Yeah, that's it's where. Yeah, yeah. More better. Yeah. More better. More better. Yeah. No drugs in the I just wonder about that. I wonder I just wonder if that wasn't planted by a group that. I know. Because that could be. But Kamani, I want to ask you about. Say your name, full name again for me. Kamani Jefferson. Jefferson. There you go. Yeah, I got the Jefferson. Yeah. I want to make Moving sure. Up. Yeah, <laughs> Kamani Jefferson. There you go. You're at UMass. Uh, yeah, we're, yeah, we're gonna. I've been working with Austin and a student. Oh, Austin Davis. Yeah, Austin Davis. Who's Mississippi. gonna call in today? I don't know if we have yeah. the call. Do we have the call. Oh, we got a call. Maybe this is Austin. Oh, now. okay. <laughs> um, oh, wait, no, keep talking. Keep talking. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm working with Austin. I'm also working with Joe Gilmore, who's a student at UMass Boston. And I think it's very important for us in terms of this legalization movement to really work with the millennials and work with the students because, like we saw with the counterculture in the '60s, you know, a lot of the, the protests on campus really. Oh, well, those are the people. If we can get them registered, and get right, them to vote, exactly. they make the difference. They make the difference. Well, they're gonna vote for us if they know about it and exactly. they know and what are, to do. You're currently organizing a protest and an educational right. event as yeah, well, right? Yeah, I'm uh, on October. Well, October fourth. There's a debate. They're debating. Um, question four live. I think with Boston Globe. I'm pretty sure it might be with a major media partner. Yeah, it was, whoever it, it, was it is. Confirmed, it, right? it, no, something's been confirmed. Something, I know it's a major okay. event. 
uh, October fourth, Tuesday. Tuesday, Go. right? Yeah, Tuesday debate before, yeah, on, debate on question, on question four. four. So you got it's free of charge to the public. You, you Anyone can, can go. I think it's actually like BUR. That's who it is. WBUR. Oh, okay. I just remember it, now. They, it didn't come out exactly yet. And then October seventh at twelve thirty, we're doing a rally. Yes, on four rally. We're working with Black Lives Matter Cambridge. I'm also working with SSTP. Awesome. Um, what time is that? That's at twelve thirty. It should go probably till about two thirty on a Friday. I guess that's the best time to do. That's body. perfect. That's where the kids yeah, are there the coming out of class. Out there, so. They're looking at chill for the weekend uh so again it's uh this tuesday right is yeah the this debate. Tuesday is a debate and that's and during the day too in yeah 2 30 to 4. what yeah. building is that i do not we'll sorry. find out <laughs> you have the info <laughs> though i've seen it yeah. kicking around yeah People i've been sharing we've been sharing but it. it's so tuesday and friday too. big things happening at yeah. umass boston yeah, if yeah you're, UMass boston's been if you have friends that go to umass boston tell them about this tell them to come out during the day and show up at these events and support them right yes and tell you all your friends at umass boston if you teach over at umass boston you know if you work i'll see you on tuesday oh Rhodes gonna be there Rhodes pierre's going see how we cool yeah i think it's gonna be cool they've been debating all all the questions yeah so that's Awesome. And awesome. Then, We're the Young Jerks. It's uh, 7.20 p.m. Uh, Saturday night. We do have a phone call. We'll take it. Who's on the phone? Um, it's actually Mrs. Nadolmi. How are you, oh. Mike? Oh, my God. Hey. Hello. How you doing? Hello. I'm glad you called. Oh, well, thank you, guys. I just wanted to call you. John's with a family member right now who's not feeling so great, but we wanted to call. We wanted to thank you guys just for everything you've done for us and all your support you guys are amazing oh thank you because you make it easy i mean you're the best i i love that this happened for you guys like we're gonna give you a round of applause thank you for calling thank you, thank you for freaking standing strong and winning uh do, wh- how long does you do you are you expecting any news on this to get his license finally uh reinstated you know, um, after all that's happened, we just have no idea. We take right. it day by day, and they have 30 days to appeal, and how they've conducted themselves throughout this whole thing, we know the board will probably pull the same semantics, but it, this has just been a huge victory for us. So either way, um, this judge was very smart, very kind, very fair, very just. I don't think they have much chance of it of them getting an appeal of the decision you know he was pretty firm in in what he felt it's not <laughs> like he was like repeating stuff i said he came to the same conclusion uh, i did really yeah. didn't it seem like that you know it i think on their point um i you know we're just looking forward to john going back to work and being with his patients he misses his patients so so much and all his colleagues and um you know, it's like a thousand pounds lifted off your shoulders for all of us. So I think we're just anxiously waiting, just like everyone else, and <laughs> hoping for the day I can see him put, like, you know, his scrubs back on and go out in the morning and either go to the ER or go back to can of care. You know, we're just waiting for that day. Hopefully it will be any day now. I so. hope so. I hope so. I know he's a great doctor. I have him as a doctor. And uh, he works. At, he was working at Melrose uh, Wakefield, right, on the e- in, in the ER? Yes, and he worked at Lawrence Memorial. That's where we met. I um, was one of his nurses um, up in the medical surgical floors. And John is known throughout the community as just being a real um, kind man with his patients. And patients love him. They adore him. You know, and that's just the type of person he is. Totally, totally. I've had a lot of doctor's appointments over the years, being an athlete and, you know, other things. People have, you know, a lot of people have had more, obviously. I'm not in bad shape, but 
uh, he, it was like the first one of the only times I've ever been at a doctor's appointment where I felt even a doctor who saved my life I didn't feel like the way I did uh, coming out of doc, uh, the meeting with John I felt like really good like he uh, he connects he definitely does yeah because he doesn't um, there are a lot of doctors who like to think that you know, they're like a god or right. they know everything more than you and John's not like that at all he's just a humble down to earth guy and that's just where you take someone like that away from his calling in life. Right. It was devastating. It was like someone had died in oh our my family. God. That's what it felt like. How long has it been now? It's been like two, three, four months? How, oh, lost yeah, track. it's going on four months. Four months. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, that it did. It, it dragged on and on and on and on. It just, I can't imagine <laughs> the relief you must have when at least that ruling came out. That must have been the best day ever for you, both of you and your whole family. Yeah, because we weren't able to speak for ourselves. We weren't allowed to say anything about it after a certain point or talk to anyone. And finally, someone in a position of power stood up and spoke up for us. And it just felt so good. But really, the the good part about all of this, if you can find any good part in any of this, is all the people who came up and stepped up and stood behind us, like everyone at Canicare, Everyone at Hallmark Health, they could have easily walked away, you know, at the hospitals. All his colleagues, all his patients, just all these people came around us and surrounded us and just wouldn't let us feel down. And, you know, they wouldn't even let us be sad for a second. It's, it was really just an amazing thing. So the, the blessing in all this is the, you know, the friends we've all right. made. And, right, you know, that's, people yeah. are family. That's right. Now. Yeah, I got to, you know, I never would have met Stephen Mendeley. Right. You know, never would have gotten a chance to know how wonderful he is or, you know, or you or anything like that. So there is positive things that have come out from from all of this. That, definitely. I, I totally agree with that. I mean, yeah. uh, I'm glad to get to work, you know, help you guys in the little way I could by just talking about it, you know? Well, you were the first one to to speak out about it and you know John felt so strongly about that he wanted to call you first to talk about it because you were the only journalist who was actually giving a realistic view as to what the heck was actually going on <laughs> so um, that's why I just wanted we wanted to thank you first before we thank you know oh. before we thanked other people publicly but well, thank you feels good it's a big victory it does. and it's well, we're going to give you a huge round of applause because we all feel good over here. I think everyone listening feels good. It's like I said, I am in the best mood ever, and you're, you're, you were the number one reason this week. Oh, well, thank you. You and, you and John. <laughs> well, we love you guys, and we love everything you guys stand for and, and all you do to educate everyone and the young voters. So we believe in that a lot. We have uh, a college student in our family. Our daughter's in college. So we had all of them out from her dorm last night. We were having a little celebration, and we were telling them all to watch your show. I've listened to your show, excuse me. And um, I think it's great. I think it's great the message that you bring to the young voters in our community. So I hope they. Yeah, thank you. I, I hope. Uh, yeah, I hope that they're listening and enjoy it. They could call in too, maybe, right? Yeah, I hope so. If they're not, you know, having too much fun partying in their dorms, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully Don't. they're actually doing some studying, but I, I doubt it on a Saturday night. Yeah, uh, I doubt, I mean, you never know. Some kids do, but I didn't. And I'll say one yeah. thing to them, if they're not, don't get busted like I did. 
<laughs> That's how I got into this stuff. I kept getting busted for stuff, and some of it was unjust. See? I know. I know. Well, we know more than anyone about that at this point. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Thank you, guys. And I, you know, thank you for all you do. You guys are great. Thank you. Have a great night. You too. You too. Take care. Yeah, you too. We're the young jerks. We're like speechless over here. Like, there's, there's a lot of noise in the other room. There's a lot of people in here. We're trying to get everything in. And then we get a phone call like that. It's just like, I get awesome. it. Lauren Pespiza, I think, is listening. Uh, Lauren, you were a big part of that, too. So, thank you, Lauren. Yes, I think you and Lauren deserve a round of applause. Oh, for that was all you guys. Well, not just us. Rhodes, too. And Rhodes. A little bit. When he doesn't get in the way. And Herbie. And Crespo. And Nash. And WEMF Radio. And Chris Ferrone. Dig Boston. And we got a little network now. Uh, Greenleaf Magazine. Who else? Uh, Civilized. We got a team. Mass Can Normal, too, helping out, of course. They're here. Some of them. Mass Can Normal. The founder of Mass Can Normal. What a co founder. Co founder. With who? Steve Epstein. Steve Epstein. Steve Epstein had Mass Normal. And. My husband, Ron Noel, and huh? I founded the Freedom Fighters, the Massachusetts Freedom Fighters, with the help of Steve Hagar and High Times. From High Times. They, get, they allowed us to send out a letter to all the High Times subscribers in Massachusetts who are also Freedom Fighters. That's how I and started out reading about mass cans through High Times and mm -hmm. like you know wanting to get involved and showed up at a Freedom Rally. That's what I did. It's funny, back before the internet. We have another phone call. We're going to take it, Linda. Let's see who's on the phone. Hey, it's Lauren. Yeah. Oh, hey. I feel like I've been, I heard a little bird talking about me, so uh, <laughs> or, <laughs> I decided to call in. I, it's good to hear so many awesome female voices that aren't mine on the show. Right? <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I try to get them all in. I should shut up more, right? Uh, no, I mean, I mean, you know, well, no, everyone's, everyone's <laughs> awesome, I think that's a yes. <laughs> did, you get, did you get nice since you've been in there? Did you like, you're not picking on me? Um, no, I'm telling you not to pick on Rhodes, actually. I was about to call in after that. Oh, I see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he came to visit me. Thanks so much, Rhodes. I just want to say, uh, good friend. Lauren, Lauren Rhodes can't hear it because he doesn't have headphones on, I don't think. Oh, but okay. I'm going to well, tell him. Lauren's on the phone, Rhodes, and she said, thank you so much. Don't pick on Rhodes because Rhodes came to see me in, in prison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, but I, I've, I've, I don't know. I think I've gotten... I think I'm... I know, I just needed a big nap, really. So... Have you gotten one yet? I had a big nap for three months, Mike. Oh, big, big nap. nap. I, said you, yeah, I thought I said you said Big, big Mac, like McDonald's. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, I'm no, hungry. I don't need any... I've been walking like 15 dogs a day. All I think about is food, Lauren. Oh, 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 that's all I was thinking about when I was in there. Food and just, like, yeah, I mean, let's not get... You'll see me next week, you know? Are you coming in? I'll come in. I'll oh be back. Oh, my God, I can't wait. I can't wait. I, I'm hearing the show, and I'm listening to all you guys talk, and all the energy that's going on right now. Yeah. Everything's really exciting. And it was hard for a while. Okay. i got to tell you, without you. It was. <laughs> it was really. I was like, but things have kind of turned around, and now you're out, too. And you got to say, know. you know, do you know Brie? Have you met Brie? You guys yeah, met, actually. Met. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think a while ago. Yeah. Yeah, we met at, um, I think, the Young Jerks event that you guys had. That's year. right. Yeah. Yep, that's right. I remember that. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's really... Um, really interesting the drug testing situation with the pregnancy stuff um it's you know i actually heard some and while i was in there um i heard some other girls talking about that too so you know um being a problem so um you know that's i wish you all the best in that fight you know yeah i think we need to uh really step it up hopefully yeah. we can 
I can't wait to see you next week if you. I know. In. Yeah, yeah, you know what? I. You know, I think that's you know, what we're all excited about to see I'm, you. Everyone, there's like. Don't don't get your hopes up too much. I'm not. I'm not looking my best. I. I don't you know. know. I bet you are. I avoided the freshman 15 in, uh, in college, but I gained the Framingham 30. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? But you know what? I'll, yeah, we'll see. I'll definitely be there, though. I can't wait. I hear it. I'm, like, smiling this, uh, for the past hour, just like, oh, I wish I was there already. So. Oh, awesome. Yeah, okay. So we can't wait to see you because uh, yep. it has. It's been a long time. and uh, I know. It sure, it sure has. You know how many people, too, reached out to me? Like, people I didn't even know. People from, like, third world countries or, I like, feel like, or like know, you know, right? like countries Honestly, that needed your help. <laughs> like, I know. Where like, happened to Lauren? <laughs> like, oh, my God. Do I yeah, talk to these you know, people? I don't even know who they are. I, same thing happened to me. I got 350 letters. <laughs> I um I don't know who goes to prison. Like who else goes to prison? And I wouldn't get. So, I don't even think I would. I, I would wow. not get three hundred fifty letters. Lauren does though. What? I, I wouldn't get them. You wouldn't get them. I wouldn't get three hundred fifty letters. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. But you were one of the first to send me letters. Thank you. As soon as I could, I wrote it. Yeah. But then I, I felt was... guilty because I kept the second one. I never sent. Yeah, like so I many people texted me that same thing. Yeah. So many people send me pictures of their letters they hadn't gotten a stamp for. But then I found out last night and I was like, oh, good, I don't have to finish that. <laughs> I know, right? I know. They <laughs> just send a I message know. on Facebook. It's a lot better to have in-person conversations anyway. But um, yeah, no, it's it's it's. I'm so happy to be out. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm. I definitely. Yeah, I definitely learned. I have a lot. I, you know, I knew I had friends, but holy crap, you know. I, I, I'll never, you know, I never want to go back because I have so many friends on the outside, I realize, you know, so. That's what we want to hear. And uh, someone yeah. else wants to say I, hi to you, I know. He's back. What? You know who's behind the board. Oh, I've been, I've been texting her this, this whole time. We've been kind of like. We got to like, say hi in person now. Hey, man, voice. how's it going, dude? Oh, yeah, hey, <laughs> hey. I'm, I'm saying, I told him I'll see him next week. Yeah, I'll man. see him next week. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm living with my parents now, but I'll still, I'll still come into town when I can for events and stuff. That's awesome. Awesome. Yep. We can't wait to see you, Lauren. We're glad that you're out, and we can't wait to see you next week. Seriously. Well, I'll give you, you a little round of applause for calling in today, Joe, and being out. Aww. We love Hi. you. We love you. And all the good work you did, too, because you know what? You helped us with Conley. We got a big win on him, and we got a big I win. I can't believe I heard that you, when, while I was inside. I was you like, just oh, heard that last no, call, what? too, right? And the Donnelly's uh, wife called in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. We had just good news for the show entirely. Like, yeah. everyone we know is you know, every, we're getting out of jail. We're getting people elected. Right. We're winning ballot initiatives. We're, we're, we're getting we're, our licenses back. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we're kicking ass this week. I, I know, win, win, win. So, yeah. On that note, I gotta go. But well, all right, we will talk to you next week and uh, recuperate okay. and uh, yeah, enjoy it. Yes, it's freedom is sweet, sweet, sweet freedom. <laughs> all right, talk to you soon. Bye, Laura. Oh, that was awesome. What a show, huh? That's so exciting. We gotta say goodbye to our guests and say hi to everyone. We we have uh, another show coming up right after us, uh, New Year's. I want to thank Rhodes Pierre for being here. Uh, you're very welcome. I want to thank Herbie, the producer. Woo! Thank WEMF Radio. Woo! Uh, I know we got events coming up. I want to thank uh, Bria Bree for being <laughs> yes. here. Brianna. Brianna. Morel. <laughs> yeah. Woohoo! Yeah. She's kicking ass lately. Check too. her out on Facebook. Yeah. Or okay. <laughs> like or don't. Well, just listen to her. You'll just listen to her kick ass on the show. That's all yeah. you need to do. Listen to her voice. True that. Yeah. And uh, I want to thank our guest today, uh, Linda. Thank you for having me, Mike. Co-founder of Masscan Normal. Still kicking ass at Masscan. I love the Wait. education tent. Are you guys doing that again this year? 
next we, year? We, we plan to. We plan to take yeah. it to Extravaganza, to NECC. We're going yeah. on the road. Yeah. Awesome. People can get involved and uh, support MassCan at MassCan.org, right? MassCan.org. And, and on Facebook. All of the events that we've been talking about, you can find all of the events that we've been talking about here today on the MassCan page, uh, MassCan slash normal on Facebook. We have all of the events listed there. Which is a very popular Facebook. I mean, you guys have, uh, like, I don't know, 50,000 likes on Facebook or something crazy number, right? 286. 286,000? Yeah. yeah. MassCan normal. Wow. Yeah. You know about them. Yep. And uh, we're, we're going to do major things in the and state. Number one, legalized marijuana. You, and thank you, Mike, for inviting so many women on the show today. Appreciate that. That's one Thank you for kicking. It's not just, you know, oh, I'm going to invite some women. It's, uh, wow, someone's kicking ass. You know what I mean? Just like you guys, to be the ladies. To, to see that you guys not only did that event on the Hill, which I really liked, uh, at the Freedom Rally, which I thought was very cool, and then you cornered Kevin Sabat. I was like, that is, like, that took balls, and you did it the right way. And uh, I say, keep doing we it, Rachel. We're not going to let him well, come in town and just lie to us like that and lie to the people that way and let him get away with it. And why did you get involved? Like, why did you decide? Like, what's your story real quick in 30 seconds, if you can? Uh, well, um, I, I'm a mom. I have a medical condition, and I had to deal with um, custody of my son. And so I, lost, I didn't get to see my son for a year and a half. I had a clean – I had a drug test that was dirty, a urine test, but um, actually – a history test proved that it was clean, so I still didn't get to see my a son. False for a year. positive, false call, positive, which is a risk where, where people to who are totally not even on drugs get right. po a I, positive test. Right. That's bullshit. Right, happens in any drug test. There's issues. There's a lot more to it, but of course, that's, that's why drug testing is so awful. Even if you don't use drugs, yeah. So even if you don't use marijuana, this, yeah. I don't consider marijuana a drug, but I'm saying you know, even if you've never touched anything, even if you don't drink coffee, it's bad. You know, it's just terrible. Mm -hmm. Yep. Awful. And and so, so you f you had a fight and and prove and yeah yeah I had a fight I had a fight in court um, for custody. It wasn't so much DCF. DCF never found any abuse or neglect. Um, uh, his uh, I had to deal with my son's dad who um, wanted custody. custody and that's another issue that comes up. I mean I got a friend right now and uh, this happens all the time on mm -hmm. these custody deals. Well you don't win every battle but you know at the end we of the day. My son's the one who won because he's a college graduate, and within a week after graduation, he was offered jobs, and he's working, making more money than he ever dreamed of making, and he's doing great right now. Did you so, love him? And I love him, and he's, proud of him? he's very, very, very proud of him. I'm oh. so happy for him. Yes, I can tell. Great, yeah. I can see it. We've been through an awful lot together, and we, you know, he, he's at that point. I'll now. give you a round of applause for <laughs> And your friend here that you brought with you from Ascan. Yeah. Why don't Michelle. you talk talk about her? And uh, Michelle, Michelle chased uh, Representative Denise Garlic from the building. <laughs> yes, uh, once really. Once the cameras went off. What did she actually. say? What, what, what was she asking her? So I, I basically wanted her to know that um, I was going to tell her donors that her she was put, uh, funding prohibitionists to put on forums uh, to vote yes, yes or no on four. And right before she announced that she was going to vote yes, I yelled out, vote yeah, I vote no. She was going to say vote no. I yelled out, vote yes. <laughs> and I told her she was soon to be out of a job. And then she told me I was threatening her. Oh, God. Because I was going to inform her constituents as to where their donor dollars were going. And I'm not sure why she considers that a threat. Right. And then she ran. At a public forum. Right. And then so she ran. She, too, ran from the building. She so, ran? Yeah, yeah she ran. She ran. What? These she people are cowards. Yeah. These are the ones that won't answer my calls. Mm -hmm. 
But that's oh. all right. We'll write about it anyways and I'll take We'll that. show up wherever they are. We <laughs> yeah. will be there and we will make sure that they, they are right. putting on educational forums that they, they claim are educational that are non-biased. That's right. Yeah, it's also, I think you, it shows the importance of paying attention to who's getting elected at the local level. You know, right. we want everybody to vote it yes is. on four, but yeah. you need right. to pay attention to who you're voting for and make sure that their interests represent what you want represented. That's it. Right, and it's docu- documented, too, all of the lies that were told that night. They went on and on and on oh, yeah. with the lies. That's it. It's a boiler pay. We, we do have to go. It's uh, 7.39. We're beyond our time. Uh, we're the Young Jerks and WEMF Radio. I also want to thank Beth uh, Waterfall. Thanks, for being here and uh, Women Grow, you have the uh, Facebook page. Yeah, Women Grow events. Boston, or you can look me up Beth Waterfall too. So and you have several events coming up. Uh, the Rick it's Steves crazy. event. Rick Steves, October twelfth. Marijuana Mosaic, October seventeenth. Cannabis startups and entrepreneurs. Legal business considerations, October sixth. Awesome, and we also <laughs> want to thank Kara Crab Burnham for uh, yes, being here. Awesome. Good luck on her pregnancy and everything she's dealing with. Uh, we, anyone, we got everyone. We in. also want to thank Kamani Jefferson oh, yeah. for coming in. Kamani. Thank you so much. And, uh, yeah. He's going to be around more, too. We're going to yes. bring Kamani. We like having him over here. And yeah. Be sure you can check out the Cannabis Cultural Association yes. on Facebook, yes. correct? And, and then the upcoming events. We're also doing an event with Women Grow. Mm-hmm. And I think we shared, Mike shared the events on the Young Jerks page, oh, awesome. too. So those are all on there. Thanks, you guys, guys can check them out. And Brianna, I want to thank you again. You're awesome. Oh, thank you, Mike. You kick ass. <laughs> You're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're the Young Jerks. We'll be back next week. We don't know what's going to happen, but you know something good will happen. Just uh, Saturday, 6 p.m. Call in. If you just listen on the podcast, make it a Saturday night at 6 p.m. Listen live. WEMF Radio with a tune-in app. Uh, yeah, Can we'll be back Docs, next week. Compassionate, compliant, confidential.